This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Today, we're going to talk about some of the changes coming to Social Security as well as Medicare. I just wanted to point out that Wellington Adams and both myself and Simon Hilliard are not affiliated or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Um, Today, though, we want to talk a little bit about, as I said, the changes that are going on. Right now, you've probably heard a lot about tax reform and all the changes in that atmosphere. But not much is really being said about changes that are coming to Social Security and Medicare. So we wanted to touch base on that today. Uh, at this time, I'd like to welcome to the show our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you doing today, Tony? Hey, Baron. I'm doing great. Uh, excited about the show today because I know how important Social Security and Medicare are to uh, all of us uh, as we head toward retirement and in retirement that's critical the foundation of our retirement plan so we got to be thinking about it and uh, to learn more about it ahead of time is always good now i've been good i had a great week Uh, my got to visit with my parents uh, who were in town visiting my wife and i and our kids so that was fun hanging out with them and now i'm ready for the radio show um how have you been baron what have you been up to Oh, just actually a really good busy week this week. Um, brought on a bunch of new clients. Um, also had some referrals from existing clients. So really, really good busy week this week. Weekend was nice and relaxing, which is just what I needed after the busy week. So, All right. Sounds great. Simon, how about you? What What's going on over there? Hey, Tony. I'm doing well. Thanks. Had a good week. I have a friend in town visiting from Florida that I haven't seen in a year. So nice to catch up with him a little bit. Other than that, just uh, getting back in the groove of things, working with clients, keeping an eye on what's going on out there in the market and with everybody's plans. All right. Sounds good. Now, you said there are some changes and and different things. I mean, it's always constantly changing, you know, uh, different things, you know, as far as uh, how much we get, things like that with Social Security and with Medicare. But what kind of changes are you guys talking about today, Simon? Well, Tony, I think today specifically we're going to talk about the changes that are happening to Medicare and Social Security. You know, as you indicated, these two programs, you know, they're constantly evolving and this year is no exception. So we want to make the listeners aware of kind of what some of those things are. You know, the amount that you'll receive from your Social Security will likely change as an example, as well as the caps on payroll taxes that fund the future benefits. You know, also Medicare beneficiaries will probably pay more uh, for their health care premiums this year. So we're just going to kind of touch on a couple of these different subjects, make sure that people are aware of them and what's going on and are up to date on what these facts and figures are. All right. Well, that sounds great. Now, 
Uh, Baron, it sounds like we might be only talking about bad news today. Is that right? No, it's not all bad, Tony. Um, actually, one of the good changes is that this year there is a cost of living adjustment for retirees. Um, as you are well aware of, probably there hasn't been a cost of living adjustment last year. So it's a welcomed addition. Um, it's basically to keep up with inflation. Retirees are going to see a cost of living adjustment of 2%, uh, according to the recent CBS News article. And this is really a big deal because this is actually the highest cost of living increase in the past six years. And it will mean an average monthly increase of about $27 per person. Uh, the adjustment began in January of this year um, with benefits payable to more than 61 million beneficiaries of Social Security. According to a Forbes article on these changes, the average Social Security check in 2018 will be an estimated $1,404 a month, and the maximum Social Security check at full retirement age this year will be $2,788 a month. So, I mean, Baron, let's think about those numbers. That surprises me what you're saying. I mean, this is good stuff to know about, but uh, you know, you said the average monthly check uh, people are going to lock in at $1,404 a month or $1,400 a month, basically, uh, for their, you know, for the rest of their lives. Uh, that's what they're going to get from Social Security, yet they could potentially get more. And, um, uh, a highest amount, the highest amount, uh, if they waited till full retirement age, would be uh, two thousand seven hundred and eighty-eight, uh, depending on how many, of course, credits and stuff they have. But that's a huge difference. I mean, obviously, yeah. people aren't taking full advantage of their social security benefits and are settling for less. So that's kind of concerning, right there. Well, there's a couple of stat- stats that probably go with those figures. I mean, one. Uh, women do tend to earn a little bit less than men or have been in the in the past. Sure. So they're counting in those uh, uh, benefits as well, monthly payments. Um, also, that 2788, that's the most that someone can make from Social Security. So yes, if they wait till full retirement age, which we do think that it's a good thing to do unless your health isn't good, um, that's based upon someone's earnings. So if someone's a high earner, that's the most that they're going to be able to make from Social Security, 2788. But you're right. That's a big difference between the most that they can make and the average. But obviously yeah. not everybody is a high earner. So Right. Right. Yeah, well, what's, that's what's that stat? Know. Yeah. What's that stat on how many people start at 62? So it's well, a high number, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It's almost 50% of people start filing at age 62, which, you know, again, unless your health is, you know, poor or if you really need the money, then it's recommended to start earlier than later. But if you can delay uh, as far as taking the benefits, we really try to recommend that to our clients. Yeah, that's good to know. Um, Simon, what's uh, what's another change? Well, one of the things on the downside is that the Medicare premiums are increasing along with it. And this really shouldn't come as a surprise. You know, the two kind of generally coincide. Yeah. And for many people, you know, this increase will eat into the Social Security cost of living adjustment that we just spoke about. You know, many Medicare beneficiaries will dish out around $134 a month for Part B for those starting this year, which is up around $25 a month from last year. So a big increase, as uh, Baron alluded to earlier, and that's about $2 below the average Social Security cost of living adjustment. So it kind of makes it a wash if you're kind of comparing those two facts as far as average increases go out there. Huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not the best news, obviously. Baron, are there any other changes we need to be aware of then? Yep. Uh, unfortunately, taxes regarding these programs will change too. 
We already mentioned about how everyone is talking uh, about tax reform and how taxes might be going down for millions of Americans. But it's important to keep in mind that that reform only applies to income taxes. The payroll tax, on the other hand, you know, also known as FICA, the Federal Insurance Contributions Act, isn't following suit and going down, uh, according to a Forbes article on Social Security and Medicare changes. In fact, many workers will see an increase in their payroll taxes and the money that funds programs like Social Security. You know, this is something that really shouldn't be a surprise, though, given the problems that Social Security has had in regards to how long that pool of money would last if no changes at all were made. Interesting. And uh, I think some of these changes are are obviously uh, concerning. Uh, you're just full of good news today, aren't you guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, but somebody's got to talk about it and bring it to everybody's attention so we can plan accordingly. You know, one of the positive sides is that retirees who take Social Security early can earn more before their Social Security uh, reduction in the benefits kicks in here. You know, what I mean by that is that for someone who wanted to collect Social Security early but continues to work, whether it's part time or full time, they will also uh, be that reduction in their benefits. But there's also a penalty you know, for filing earlier, there'll also be a reduction, but there also may be a penalty uh, to consider if you earn above a certain limit in your income. That's where Social Security will penalize you for the combination of doing both, starting your benefits earlier while continuing to work and and earn over that allotted amount. It's fairly standard to see the limits of these types of things adjusted for inflation as well, but this year the income limit will be raised to about $17,040, so just over $17,000 before you'll be subject to Social Security taking back some of those benefits. That increase was about $120 over last year's uh, kind of level there. Those who go above the earnings will begin forfeiting a dollar of their Social Security benefits for every $2 that they earn over that $17,040. And for those who don't know, you know, they loosen that up a little bit prior to your your full Social Security age that year leading up to that. And they allow you to earn a little bit more. You're at $45,360 without a penalty, which is about $500 more than it was last year. So you got a little bit more wiggle room for those that are looking at those figures. And of course, you know, as most people know, once you reach your full Social Security age, you can earn as much as you'd like. You know, those benefits are no longer subject to that penalty for starting early. But you have to keep in mind the Social Security, the potential for the taxation on those benefits. And so in the grand scheme of things, these changes probably aren't a huge deal to many people as they're kind of modest increases, but it can be a surprise for some of those continuing to work in their golden years who aren't aware of them. You know, overall, the good news is that those earnings caps, you know, they're being adjusted for inflation as well, Tony, along with everything else. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, it makes sense. Now, Baron, unfortunately, our time is just about up for this first segment. Is there anything you'd like to share before we take a quick break here? Uh, just that we'd like to encourage those who are listening, you know, whether you're in retirement and already taking advantage of Medicare and Social Security, or you're nearing retirement and you want to learn more about how you can make the most of both programs, you know, we're here to help. You know, we're offering to all of our listeners a complimentary social security maximization report. We really do feel that that is something that everyone should have done. It'll show you the best time and the best strategy for you to file to get as much as you possibly can from social security. I mean, we've paid all of our lives into it. 
why wouldn't we want to get back as much as we possibly could from the program? So to learn a little bit more about us or our company, visit our website at www.wellingtonadams.com or you can call our office at 855-793-2409. And again, we'll be happy to provide that complimentary social security maximization report as well as a complimentary session to sit down and go over your um, retirement picture. All right. Thanks, Baron. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard right after this. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. Call our office at 855-793-2409 or visit us at wellingtonadams.com to learn more. And now back to Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. The title of today's show is Be Aware, Changes to Social Security and Medicare. In the first segment of the show, we talked a little bit about a few of the changes that are related to Social Security and Medicare um, including the cost of living adjustment that's increased to 2%. That's the largest raise in program in six years. Um, we also talked a little bit about Medicare premiums are rising, which can possibly eat up some or all of the cost of living adjustments that was made. But for those that are still in the workforce, payroll taxes will be increasing to help programs like Social Security. And we also were talking a little bit about earning caps for Social Security that they've been adjusted. Well, yeah, thanks for the recap. It's been a great show so far. Um, Baron, do you have any other changes that you want to shed a light on for us? Um, one other change that's important to note is that the full retirement age is increasing. Um, this should come you know, as no surprise to anyone. Um, it's been in the books for a while. Um, it's pretty common knowledge that the full retirement age just keeps getting higher and higher as time goes on. Right now, full retirement age, if you were born between 1943 and 54, is 66. And then if you were born in 55, it's 66 in two months. If you were born in 56, 66 in four months, and so on and so forth. Up until 19, if you were born 1960, um, your full retirement age is 67. Or at actually 1960 or later, your full retirement age is 67. 65 was the age that many people considered to be the beginning of retirement. But, you know, as I just mentioned, that number has changed and it's going up and up. 62 is the earliest you can claim Social Security benefits, no matter what your full retirement age, you know, whatever it is. So let's say that a 62-year-old wants to enter into retirement a little bit earlier. For this example, they would see their retirement benefits reduced by over 25%. So if if you're retiring or wanting to collect Social Security at 62 versus full retirement age of 66, Social Security grows on average of about six and a quarter percent between uh, 62 and 66. So you're giving up 25% of what you would have received at full retirement age if you collect at 62. You know, ultimately, the younger that you are right now, the older your full retirement age will be. But that also means the larger your penalty will be for digging into your benefits early. So 
you know, it's very possible. I mentioned before about if you were born 1960 or later, your full retirement age is 67. It's very, very possible that this number will go up also just because of the needed changes to Social Security to be able to fund it in the future. Yeah, and that's that's really important. So are there any other adjustments, Simon, that we need to be aware of here? Yeah, there's another one if we go back to the uh, Medicare uh, based on their surcharge adjustments, you know, specifically for those that are deemed high income earners, those that have a modified adjusted gross income of over 85000 for individuals or 170000 for couples, they'll pay even more for their Medicare Part B insurance premiums, according to the Forbes article that we mentioned earlier. The Part B premiums will range you know, somewhere between $187.50 to $428.50. So a big range there, you know, per person per month. You know, the standard, uh, if you recall from the earlier part of the show, was about $134. So quite a bit of an increase there for those deemed higher income. These surcharges uh, for this year are based off of your previous year's tax return. So if your income was above that threshold, you know, you'll be paying higher Medicare premiums this year. And something that you want to be aware of and kind of a plan for, if possible, moving forward for the future years as well. Well, and this is good to know, Simon, especially since some people seem to think that uh, Medicare benefits are free in retirement. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people. I used to think, hey, once I turn 65, I get Medicare, so my health care is covered. When right. really, that's a long way from the truth, isn't it, Baron? Yeah, exactly. I mean, definitely your health care costs should go down once you hit retirement. You know, I mean, once you are eligible for Medicare, but by no means is it, is it free. Um, another important thing to note is that uh, qualification for these benefits is also increasing for both Social Security as well as Medicare. For these programs right now, you have to earn at least 40 credits. <laughs> And you can get up to four credits um, for each year of work. This year, each credit represents $1,320 in earnings, which is up from $20 in 2017. So really, in in simple terms, what that means is if you've earned $5,280 in a year, you'll have four credits to be able to qualify, or at least that amount you'll be able to qualify for Social Security, although it has to be $1,320 in each each quarter. Now... Uh, you've talked about some of those changes that are coming and some of the th- current ongoing things in those programs. Maybe we could talk a little bit about how to make sure we make the right choices or decisions with them, specifically when it comes to Social Security. Simon? Sure, Tony. You know, when it comes to your Social Security, it can act as a foundation of your retirement plan. And we need to know that it's capable of supporting the rest of your financial house when we make those decisions. You know, the best way to do this is by understanding how it works and what different options are available to you. You know, in the past, so many people considered collecting Social Security simply simply as a matter of triggering the benefit. However, really, that's only one piece of the puzzle. You know, in order to get the most out of your Social Security benefit, you need to file in the right way and at the right time. At Wellington Adams, we're committed to helping our clients, you know, as much as possible, learn about Social Security and the benefits thereof and some of the positive changes that it can have uh, in their lives. You know, one example that we do is the uh, seminars as well. We talked about that maximization strategy earlier, but I think it's worth noting that pretty much once a month we do a seminar on the topic of Social Security. So the listeners are always welcome to attend and check that out. They can find out more about that in the upcoming events uh, online on our website at wellingtonadams.com or feel free to give us a call, as we mentioned earlier, to find out a little bit more about when those educational seminars are coming up, if they're kind of approaching that age and want to learn a little bit more about that topic. 
All right. Well, yeah, I think that's fantastic. Um, very, very helpful. What's that phone number again? Uh, they can reach us at 855-793-2409. Yeah, because I think they need to um, uh, help with this, especially Social Security, because I know you can offer them that Social Security maximization report. So I encourage our listeners to pick up the phone and give us a call. Now, maybe you could talk a little bit more, Baron, about the impact, the overall impact Social Security really has on our overall retirement planning. Well, Tony, it actually can have a huge impact. I mean, it's difficult to talk about retirement planning without also talking about Social Security and vice versa. And we feel it's one of the most important aspects of retirement planning. You know, when you retire, your working income ceases, but you need for your income to continue. So finding other sources of income that you can use to replace your salary often poses the biggest challenge for um, retirement planning. I mean, they're so used to getting that cash cow from their employer coming in every every couple of weeks or every week, however they get paid. So once they stop working, they have to shift from getting that paycheck every week to now living off their savings. And most people in retirement, that's really all they want. They just want to continue to get that paycheck every uh, every week or every month. So many individuals have some assets that they can rely on, maybe in their savings, uh, a retirement account, or in other financial investments. But this may not be enough to provide them with a lifetime's worth of retirement income. So in other words, a shortfall often exists between the amount of money that you have and the amount of money that you're going to need during your retirement, especially if you want to continue with that same kind of retirement lifestyle. This is typically known as the income gap. And we work with our clients quite often to help them develop strategies to help fill that gap. In many cases, when it comes to filling the gap, there is no better tool to use than your social security benefit because it provides you with a lifetime's worth of income. Well, a lifetime's worth of income. I mean, for every dollar that you gain from social security, that you increase your social security benefit means less money that you're gonna have to put, less pressure that you're gonna have to put on your um, retirement savings. For many Americans, finding dependable income to bridge that gap in retirement can really be a daunting and overwhelming process, but it really doesn't have to be. You know, we help our clients develop a comprehensive strategy, understanding Social Security so they trigger their benefits in a way that's really best for them and their family. The importance of maximizing your Social Security benefit, it really cannot be overstated. I mean, for some people, the difference between filing the best strategy versus the worst strategy can literally be thousands and thousands of dollars when it comes to retirement planning. Um, and obviously, every penny counts. So just remember that every dollar you get from your Social Security benefit is one less dollar that's going to have to be pulled from your personal accounts. So it makes sense to try to maximize that benefit from, uh, from Social Security as much as possible. As I said earlier, I mean, you've worked hard and paid into Social Security all of your working lives. So you really want to try to get back from it as much as you possibly can. Right. Yeah, that's uh, that's huge. Maybe you could talk a little bit uh, about how you guys help your clients know which type of Social Security benefit they should file for, because there's more than one type of benefit, right? Sure, Tony. You know, one of the keys is understanding what type of benefits there are and which would be best to meet everybody's specific uh, situation individually. 
You know, it may sound a bit strange as most people just think of Social Security and the monthly benefit. And the listeners might not, right now might be wondering kind of what we mean by different types of Social Security. So let me try to clarify a little bit. Kind of the main couple common ones are the retired worker benefit, which is what most people talk about uh, when, they're, when they're thinking about Social Security. But there's also the spousal benefit, which is available to the spouse of someone who is eligible for the work, retired worker benefit. It's important to understand that there are certain benefits all spouses are entitled to, both husband and wife. And understanding what those are in comparison to your own standard retired worker benefit may play a significant role in when you file and how much you receive over the years. There's also the survivorship benefit, which allows a spouse to continue to receive their deceased spouse's benefit. This is often overlooked when deciding when to file for your own benefit, but for the higher income earner spouse, deciding when to trigger your own benefit and how much you will receive may have a significant impact when one of the spouses passed and that surviving spouse is left with just one social security, that higher social security to live on alone. So a couple of different keys there to understand and be aware of when you're kind of making those decisions. Yeah, for sure. Now, Baron, how do you help your clients balance all of these variables that we've been talking about today so they can make the right decision that's best for them? Well, to start, I mean, we like to walk our clients through a step-by-step process to help them maximize their social security benefits. Again, I cannot state how important this is. You know, since so many Americans rely on social security, it makes us very, very passionate about providing information to them about how to maximize their benefits and what they're entitled to, when's the best time for them to file, and also what strategy is the best for them to be able to reap as much from social security as they possibly can. You know, making, the right decision is going to be different for for every person out there. And, you know, that's one of the things that we just really enjoy helping our clients find what works best for them. Yeah, I think that's great. Now we're out of time for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Well, Tony, I think we're just hoping that the listeners today got something out of today's show and have a better idea of what some of those changes are with Social Security and Medicare, things to be aware of. You know, more importantly, however, we want to stress that you don't have to feel overwhelmed by these programs. It can be hard to sort through the jargon and figure out what's going on with these programs on your own and how you can be sure that you're getting the most out of them. But you don't have to do it all by yourself. You know, if, you, if you're feeling overwhelmed or if you're just trying to get to that stage and want to have a better understanding of things or start to plan for that ahead of time, you just want another opinion on your own unique situation, you know, feel free to reach out to us. That's the purpose of our business. And what drives us is to help listeners like you kind of navigate those situations, makes us different and sets us apart as understanding those topics and having a plan to address them, not just the investment part, but the whole encompassing situation. So the listeners today can reach out to us either online at wellingtonadams.com or by the phone at 855-793-2409 to receive a copy of that Social Security Maximization Report or sit down and have a complimentary review with us. Join us listeners, same time, same place, next week for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care and we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com. 
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.